Good morning, everyone. I'm R. W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 26th of July, the 207th day of 2021, with 158 days leading to 2022. Heavenward, this past Friday's full moon of July, the Buck Moon, also known as the Thunder Moon and the Hay Moon, is only slightly on the wane, having kept company the past few evenings with Saturn and then Jupiter. Now is the time for velvety antlers to be forming on male deer, thunder to be happening at relatively regular intervals, afternoons and evenings, and hay to being readied in the fields. Today, in 1579, Sir Francis Drake left New Albion, what is now known as Northern California, and began his incursion in the Pacific Ocean, until then waters which had been claimed exclusively by Spain. Today, in 1882, Richard Wagner's opera Parsifal premiered in Bayreuth, Germany. Today, in 1947, President Harry Truman signed the National Security Act, which established the Department of Defense, the Central Intelligence Agency, the National Security Council, and the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Softball has returned to the Olympics for the first time since 2008, and games between the U.S. and Italy and between the U.S. and Canada already occurred this past week, with replays over the weekend as well. Tennis matches and soccer games have also already been played. At Olympics.com, the official website for the Tokyo 2021 Games, a robust schedule of events remains in place, though the possibility of last-minute cancellation of events remains, depending upon COVID intrusion. Rates of infection from the COVID virus are again on the rise in the United States, France, and the United Kingdom, but rates are down in India, Brazil, and Russia, countries which have been major players in the infection rate. India, however, continues to gain on the United States, narrowing the lead we here in the land of the free and the home of the brave have had from the beginning of the pandemic. India, for example, has reported nearly 31.5 million cases as of this past Friday, only 3 million cases fewer than our 34.5 million reported a few days ago. So much for first and second place. In a now distant third place is Brazil, with 19.5 million reported cases. Offering an alternative seasonal drama, an interesting no less natural difference from the doggedly persistent now 18-month drama of COVID, has been the past week's frequent sweep of thunderstorms through down east and other regions of Maine. Whenever possible, on land for errands in excess of a few miles, I'm a motorcycle rider, and lately I've won and lost several contests between Mother Nature and me about staying dry. The general scene usually plays out something like this. I'll need to deliver something, or retrieve something, or maybe both, and I'll boot up the internet, get a current Doppler radar image on the screen, and determine whether I've got enough time to avoid a downpour and keep from becoming wet. Often, convective activity is a rapid thing. Blue sky or partly cloudy to towering cumulus thunder bumpers is a matter of moments, and my idea of fun is to have finished my errand and pull into the driveway to park the bike in the garage just as the first raindrops are about to fall. 
Sometimes, however, Mother Nature decides to do her thing when I'm not quite ready for her, and I'm running down the interstate or the river road or some other stretch of pavement at a good clip when my helmet, either the face shield or part of the shell, registers a big fat whap. And if it splats on the clear visor, the major droplet lets me know what sort of downpour to expect because one is about to happen just ahead. Today in 1856 in Dublin, Ireland, George Bernard Shaw was born, the fourth of four children his parents had within three years. Biographer Ed Morrow tells us the family lived in shabby gentility on Sin Street in Dublin, and a reflective Bernard would eventually say, The adult who has been poor as a child will never get the chill of poverty out of his bones. Apparently, Bernard's parents' lack of affection for each other complemented the family's poverty. Bernard's mother, Bessie, had married his father, George Carr Shaw, because she believed his being a cousin to a banker baronet was a sign of security. But Bessie soon learned George did not have much money, though he did possess a great affection for alcohol, and would make his off-handed compliment about his wife, technically speaking... I would say she was the worst mother conceivable, always, however, within the limits of the fact that she was incapable of unkindness to any child, animal, or flower, or indeed to any person or thing whatsoever. Nonetheless, despite his parents' deficiencies, Bernard emerged from his childhood as an intelligent, self-confident son who would become a leading intellectual. He had a healthy ego and often boasted of his talents, once bragging that he had the recipe for the perfect cup of coffee. A curious parson wrote to Bernard Shaw asking for the recipe. Shaw's reply included the recipe and a note that read, I hope that this is a genuine request and not a surreptitious mode of securing my autograph. The parson wrote back, Accept my thanks for the recipe for making coffee. I wrote in good faith, and, in order to convince you of that fact, allow me to return what is obvious your in infinitely prized, but which is of no value to me, your autograph. Today is also the birthday of Swiss psychiatrist Carl Gustav Jung in 1875, of English novelist Aldous Huxley in 1894, of American actress Janet Leigh in 1927, of American film director Stanley Kubrick in 1928, of English singer and songwriter Mick Jagger in 1943, of English actress Helen Mirren in 1945, of American Olympic figure skater Dorothy Hamill in 1956, of American actor Kevin Spacey in 1959, of American actress Sandra Bullock in 1964, of English actor Jason Stratham in 1967, and of English actress Kate Beckinsale in 1973. For Moral Domain, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the sixth official week of summer. <laughs>